Welcome to the life of a social media manager, a show powered by Social Insider. I am Adina, founder of Social Insider. I gather top social media experts to discover how to build a successful career as a social media manager with all the struggles of running online communities. Let's discover the good, the bad and the ugly from the life of a social media manager. I'm Emma Hitt, social media content strategy for Asia, Pacific and Japan for Boomerware in this podcast episode. As a social media and content lead for communications, Emma described how she and her team implemented an employee advocacy program and why it's essential to understand social media and communicate as an employee on social networks. Tune in and discover how to measure success when developing an employee advocacy program. Good. So, uh, hi Emma. Good morning. Thank you so much for uh, being my guest in uh, this pod- for this podcast episode, the life of a social media manager. Uh, how are you? Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, good to be here. Thanks for asking me. So, um, before diving and uh, discovering your life story and uh, what do you do uh, for now for Vimeware, uh, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, sure. So, hi, I'm Emma. Um, I live in Melbourne, Australia, but you can potentially tell from the accent that I'm actually from England. So, I moved here about five years ago, and really it was just for a lifestyle change. And Melbourne and Australia has definitely delivered on that. I get a fantastic outdoorsy lifestyle here, and, yeah, the approach to work is very nice. From an academic perspective, Uh, My background, my undergrad was in sociology and business, and then I went on to study sustainability for my master's, and then I did digital comm strategy for my postgrad certificate, so very focused on continual learning, and I'm actually a lead mentor at RMIT Online, which is a university here in Melbourne, so I kind of try and pass that on to other people. And then career-wise, I've been working for about 10 years now, which seems crazy, um, but I've worked across like sales, comms, traditional PR, marketing, um, anything from like partnerships and sponsorships, events, digital research, and then of course, social media and content where I am today. And I think it's really valuable. It has been for me at least to have that varied background because whilst I can specialize in social media, it makes sure that I understand how my other stakeholders are delivering on their jobs so that we can work well together. Yeah, yeah, and I think it's important to diverse in the beginning of your career and do um, more things than focusing on one um, one field uh, to to see what's working for you, what we want to do uh, for you as a as a person. Uh, you are working as a social media and content lead for communication for Asia Pacific and Japan for for Vumier. Can you describe your job role? Yeah, sure. Um, So I think it always confuses people a little bit because I actually sit, like you said, within the communications team and people typically expect social media and content to sit within marketing. So I guess if anyone's listening to this and they also sit within comms, do send me a message. Um, But my role, I... 
I'd say that I focus on the awareness and the advocacy aspects of the marketing funnel. And then if we break it down into the two different areas, so social media, a big part of my role is working with the influencers inside our organization. So our senior executives, as well as our employees, and helping them to really build and share their voice on social media and online more broadly. And then I work closely with our traditional um, comms PR leads um, on how we amplify earned media on social media so that we're reaching as many audiences as we can. People typically now use social media as their newsfeed. And we also utilize those channels for owned thought leadership. And then I do a lot around listening as well. So seeing what our community is saying about our brand online um, and potentially then feeding that into our cost content strategy. So from a content perspective, I prim primarily work with our local executives or subject matter experts and um, create content from them to share their perspective. So that might be an article, a video, graphics. Um, and then I work with our global counterparts so that we make sure that we're showing up as a truly global organization. Um, so that includes like leading um, comms research and thought leadership campaigns. So um, I met Emma in London uh, this month at the Social Media Week conference, but at week. So I um, briefly discussed with her about her role here uh, and what um, social media and content uh, content lead means. So it means more you are more focused on the content uh, side uh, for social media uh, for the people that are working for in in this company. Uh, can you tell us what skills do you need to develop for this job role? Because it's quite different that uh, being a social media and managing a brand and, uh, I don't know, replying to comments, uh, engaging, creating, con engaging content. So yeah. <laughs> what, how, how people can get this and what they should do uh, as uh, career-wise to, to be in this job role? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's a really good question. Um, so like my background's digital marketing as well as communication. So I've built skills in those two areas, which then I bring to this role. And when VMware was actually recruiting for the role, it was completely new for the organization and was a bit of a test. And it did take them quite a long time to find somebody to fill the role because a lot of people that were applying for it had traditional marketing or digital marketing backgrounds, but didn't have those comm skills that they were looking for. So I'd say one of the key skills is copywriting mm -hmm. um, and being able to write as a individual or being able to support lots of different individuals who have different tones of voice. So you're communicating in a much more like human nature rather than like a corporate or transactional tone that some brands will use. Um, I think in addition to that, having really good um relationship building skills and the ability to collaborate with lots of different individuals is important, not just within you know, communications and marketing teams, but actually working with the individuals in the organization. Um, you know, really important for me to build relationships with 
our executives as well as our employees that they come to me as that trusted stakeholder within social media and they trust me when I um, tell them you know <laughs> this is yeah. something that we on social media because for a lot of people it's quite daunting to really put yourself out there on social media so you need to build those relationships build those trusts um and then i'd say just being able to work in a fast-paced environment you know this applies probably to anybody that works in social media but really impacted by like news cycles as well as executive requests so just being able to like adjust plans and adjust my schedule for the day um in a really fluid way works well mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um i understand so i think the key is trust because you're working with so many with different people in the organization with different needs. And I, I think that sometimes you have to give them some feedback. So it's important to have uh, to build trust in the beginning and then uh, to come back uh, uh, to you with feedback, with ideas and so on. Um, can you describe how you implemented this program or what Vumware uh, did uh, in the beginning to um, develop this uh, this program for the sea level to to, to be on uh, social media and to i don't know message promote the, promote um as a person on on social media yeah absolutely and yeah I think more and more we're seeing this from organizations, but in the past and still probably in some industries, there was a real reluctance to allow employees to share their voice on social media because of this fear that people would say something wrong. And then when people join our organization, I'm trying to convince them, you know, that it's a positive thing to be active on social media. They kind of remember those conversations that they had where, you know, people talk about, oh my goodness, you could get fired if you say something wrong um, and we have never taken that approach as an organization we always want to educate and empower employees because at the end of the day like I'm an expert in social media I'm not an expert in the um, diverse technologies that VMware has and therefore we need to have these individuals who are the experts in that place uh, sharing this, this information at VMware, particularly within APJ, we were really fortunate that the previous leader of our organization and our new leader is fantastic. But um, Duncan, when he was in place, he was really, really um, positive about employee social media advocacy and really saw the value in it. So he was active on social media himself he was mm -hmm. encouraging his leadership to be active and he was encouraging other employees too as well and that's super super helpful for us because it's not just marketing and comms telling employees to do this it's actually a senior leader saying i'm yeah. seeing by you on this and i am happy with you spending your time doing this we have a tool in place um it's called dynamic signal and we use that to host all of our like a approved employee advocacy content so that will be content that we'll be creating from comms that the marketing team will create that anybody in the organization could have created as well as external content so particularly like media coverage or we have a really active um external community called the experts so within that platform there'll be all the content that people can share on social media mm -hmm. but 
a tool by itself isn't enough. So we've worked really hard to educate and empower employees to be confident to share their authentic voices on social media. So we run regular social media training Mm-hmm. for people as they join the organization as well as you know when updates are made to platforms or just when teams are interested in having a refresher on social media mm-hmm. and we find that that works really well and then individuals feel comfortable to reach out if they have any questions we recently had our Um, event series called VMware Explore. So we also ran competitions with employees during that time to encourage them to create their own user-generated content. Um, People have the opportunity to be really creative. They're not restricted by the same brand requirements that we have as an organization. Um, And they're creating this really like raw, authentic content, which actually enables us to reach our audiences in a different way. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, I think that it's really important to have a leader, maybe a manager who understands social media, who is active on social media and to uh, see the importance of employee uh, advocacy program and to uh, to develop this type of program. And uh, for those who, uh, who, who doesn't know uh, that... Uh, uh, Vumware is not is not a traditional company. It's actually uh, cybersecurity. Am I saying right? Uh, so um, it's difficult to to have a present and to build a voice uh, for this type of industry. Uh, so I think that that was uh, I I found um, Emma's story really inter- interesting to and that's why I invited to this podcast. Um, why it's important to communicate as an employee on social media? I know that there are some benefits for the company, but what are the benefits for me as an employee? Yeah, and I'll just say with VMware, like we definitely cover like cybersecurity. Um, we've got lots of different um, solutions that we offer. We're typically known as a cloud provider. So we work um, with lots of the other big um, cloud providers. But yeah, very complex organization. So we'll have individuals that will obviously be talking about like cybersecurity, whilst others will be talking about like a completely different area of the business. And that's what works well with their network works so you know from the employee perspective that's really important because the people that they're trying to target aren't you know just following the vmware brand channel and getting all of that information they're also getting content that's really tailored to them which really helps us um, move the needle so yeah going to your question on you know why it's important or valuable to employees and um, something that i followed for a number of years um, is Edelman's trust barometer. So this looks at like where individuals have trust. Um, and if you look at that, we've seen over the years that there's been this steady increase in the trust that individuals have with CEOs, but even more so with employees and with people like them. Um, so we know that this is important for a brand. So how do we communicate that to employees? Well, we really help them to see the value in what they're doing so by empowering them and giving them the tools they need to create impactful content they'll then start to have engagements with individuals that are important to them that help them improve things 
whatever that might be. So for some people that could be um, you know, just simply building a presence and building a network. Um, whereas for others that can actually translate into sales. I mean, LinkedIn have loads of data on this mm-hmm. around you know, people who partake in online selling in comparison to those that don't. But obviously what we saw during the pandemic for a lot of countries was that people could no longer have this face-to-face interaction and ever more you know, business shifted to online and being active on social media was really important for people at that time. Yeah, yeah. And I still is continuing. Uh, so LinkedIn is a powerful platform for professionals. So um, this trend uh, is still increasing uh, after the, the pandemic. What's the most challenging thing you have to do for your job? Oh, <laughs> um, besides, so, giving, besides giving feedback to, <laughs> um, to your colleagues. It's probably not an original one, but um, I think, you know, for anyone that works in social media, just like the constant change that mm-hmm. we have to deal with. Um, you know, Twitter over the past couple of weeks is a perfect example of this. Yeah. Um, but when you add working in the technology industry to that it's just an absolute double whammy um, because the tech industry is always changing social media is always changing so you have to be like willing to adapt and be constantly learning and just working at such a fast speed whilst always keeping that end goal in mind i'd say another big one if i can you know, take one directly from from my role is just making sure that the business sees value in mm-hmm. what i'm doing because um i'm spending time supporting and speaking with our most senior executives so the head of our apj business our cto within the region the head of our partner business So any time that they spend with me is time that they're not spending with like a customer or another external stakeholder. So I need to make sure that while I'm directing them to do, and we always work as, you know, as a, as a couple, um, is impactful. They're creating impactful content that is going to achieve what they want to do, but then really important reporting this back to them so that they see where this is driving by you and our previous CTO at the organization who has now retired he's when I first met him he wasn't particularly sure about using LinkedIn he was active on Twitter wasn't sure about LinkedIn but I was able to show him the data from mm-hmm. like what could achieve and then continually share that data with him as he went along mm-hmm. and now he's a massive advocate for the platform mm-hmm. um so, so yeah making sure i'm communicating about you is probably one of the the biggest challenges uh this goes me to uh, my next question is how do you measure success in this job role because uh when social media manager have to do the reporting okay they have a list of, uh, with metrics that um uh, they uh put it into a report but in your case At what matrix or how do you measure success uh, in your case? Yeah, again, really good question. And yeah, exactly what you highlight there with it being quite different to other social media roles and particularly like an Mm -hmm. e-commerce role. Um, So yeah, I look at a number of measures, both quantitative and qualitative. 
and like we're definitely interested in those measures like reach and engagement and clicks followers engagement rate and media value but we always want to make sure that we're not getting distracted by vanity metrics or really big numbers if they're not helping us deliver on what we're trying to achieve and that can be important or is really important that I communicate that to employees and to executives because sometimes people can get overexcited by a really big number. And I just have to remind them, you know, is that communicating the key message and is it engaging with key accounts? And that can also be true if you're looking at what like peers or competitors are doing because sometimes you can see on social media that people are posting content that maybe isn't the content that you would be looking to post, but it seems to be performing really well. But it's all about asking, you know, okay, but what is that actually achieving? So as well as those quantitative measures, I look at qualitative things such as the individuals and the organizations that have engaged or commented on posts. Mm -hmm. And really, for me, the gold standard is when an executive comes to me and says, oh, I went to an event with X customer and they said that they've been seeing all of my content on social media and they really liked it or they'd read an article. Um, and then obviously if those individuals start to advocate for us on social media because they've seen what our executives are doing, that is yeah, yeah. absolutely fantastic. Um, I have in the past had a business leader feedback to me that they met with a customer and they said that seeing their content on social media was actually why they decided to engage with the brand. And yeah, it, it doesn't happen often, but when you get feedback like that, it's just absolutely amazing because you're actually you know tying what you're doing. And like I say, like typically it's in that awareness and the advocacy space, but you're actually driving that um, and tying it to, to business value, which is really important. We use quite a few different tools to do this. So we utilize Hootsuite, we've got Talkwalker, Meltwater, Dynamic Signal, Google and Adobe Analytics. I think mm -hmm. they're, they're the main ones, but we do still have gaps. So for us, LinkedIn is a really important platform from an advocacy perspective, mm -hmm. but just because of a number of restrictions to do with the API, and um, we do know that we have gaps in that data. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think that... that the way people find find the value moves from the traditional marketing move to this type of messages on social media they see a post they engage with that post and later on they when the needs appear they go to that brand or they go to that person and ask questions or uh, they um maybe uh, ask uh they go to the to the sales uh, to the sales team and ask questions uh, directly. So I think that it's important for uh, those who are C levels or I don't know in the sales positions, marketing positions. It's important to build a present on on social media, on LinkedIn or on Twitter uh, mostly, because uh, there is value for uh, both for you uh, as a professional, but also for the business and for your objective as a professional that you have. Uh, moving a little bit from this job role, can you tell us what's the future of social media? How do you see social media in the in the near future? Let's say. Yeah, I, I think saying near future is good. Thanks. I 
I think it's just so hard to predict with social media in the long term. I And I think it will always be that way. I think we'll forever see social media evolving, which is what makes it really exciting for me because you continually kept on your toes. But in the short term, I think we're going to see increased focus on user-generated content, mm-hmm. probably for more micro-influencers. And I think we're already seeing when you look at you know, tech companies reporting their earnings that there's this decrease in traditional ad spend on social media. So I'm quite excited to see where that goes, particularly because of the space that I work in. I think that provides lots of different opportunities. And I think the brands that are going to succeed are going to be the people that work really well with these communities and really become much more like a media or an entertainment company because at the end of the day, you go to social media to be educated or to be entertained. You're not going there to be marketed to. So I think brands, as well as the individuals that I work with, um, need to remember that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, to close up this uh, this podcast episode, I have a fire, uh, fire up session uh, for you. So um, let's see what you, what you choose. Uh Long form video or short form video? I I still really like long form, and I, I know a lot of my colleagues will probably want to push me towards short form. But yeah, I like long form. I like to get into the detail. TikTok or YouTube? YouTube. Online or offline? Can I say both? <laughs> no, you have to choose one. <laughs> uh, Online for work, offline. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, okay. Thank you. Thank you so much, Emma. Uh, Who should be my next guest on this podcast? Um, I'd love to hear from somebody from Instagram. So Instagram's actual social media team, because Mm -hmm. I I think they do a fantastic job of utilizing user gen content to showcase their features. And that's something I'd like to do more of. So I'd love to hear from them. Mm-hmm. That's a interesting. <laughs> that will be an inter- interesting uh, guest for me as well. So thank you so much, Emma, for sharing uh, insights uh, from your job role and what you do for for uh, Women Wear. Uh, where people can find you? So I'm on LinkedIn. So LinkedIn forward slash Emma Grace Heath, or you can find me on Twitter and Mastodon now at it's Emma Heath. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, thank you. All the links will be included in the description in the podcast episode. Everyone, you can um, dive in and uh, uh, see the links there. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, thank you. Thank you so much, Emma. Thanks for having me, Adina.